Welcome to the Next Steps to Better Days podcast with your Next Step coach, Adonis Lindsay. Let's see, I'm your host, Adonis Lindsay, author and speaker right here in Nashville. And we've got a great guest that's going to be sharing a great testimony, so get ready. And also just to remind you, if you need prayer throughout the uh, program today, uh, our prayer partners are ready. All you have to do is call 1-800-232-9855, and somebody will be there to pray with you. So, hey, guys, get ready. As I promised, a great guest. We've got Kim Harmon. She's an author, speaker, and an amazing testimony. Kim, thank you so much for being our guest today. Well, thank you for having me. So good to have you on the show, Kim. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I grew up in a fairy tale, Adonis. I grew up with two parents that loved each other, was always in church, and um, everything was perfect. Met my husband at a church camp. He was a lifeguard and I was a counselor. And, um, a lifeguard and counselor. A lifeguard and counselor. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had two children. Uh, just uh, everything was absolutely wonderful. Um, my parents to this day still love each other and have a wonderful family. Wow, yes. wow. Yeah. And that's amazing. And, and so amazing. many times you don't hear a testimony like that because... I'm very blessed. You are. You <laughs> are. And uh, because there's so many mm -hmm. things like divorce or, or things that have happened to mm -hmm. families and things like that. And mm -hmm. so, once again, you recognize that you were blessed and that oh. and God had really Beyond been good measure. to you. Yes. yes and so, been. you know, and but you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that maybe you're watching right now and... And you can identify with that, that you, you're living a good life. And, and, but then every now and then something happens to us that kind of just comes out of left field, Kim, out of nowhere, and that has that potential to rock our world. And I know, uh, Kim, seven years ago, something happened uh, in your family uh, that literally changed your life forever. And it, it's formed you into the person that you are today. I want you to tell us a little bit about uh, that thing that happened seven years ago okay. and that God had brought you through. Okay. I was sitting in church one Sunday night and got a phone call and returned the phone call after church and uh, got the news that my brother had been killed mm. and he, uh, it was not an accident. Um, and I had to call my parents. Uh, I can tell you on that evening, I remember trying to get Randy's attention at the back of the church as he was um, greeting people and, and um, driving across the mountain, and I could barely breathe. Uh, wow. You know, I, just the things that were going through my head. And in those first few days, I remember um, praying, God, give the people who are working the investigation, give them wisdom. Mm -hmm. But one of the first things that I remember doing is I thought, even though I know I can pray anywhere, I could pray anytime, anywhere, I had to physically get to an altar. Mm -hmm. There was just something within me. And so two days in, my husband and I were visiting with my parents, of course, and um, their church was open, and we went to the altar. And I just remember at that time praying, falling on the altar and just saying, God, I don't know what to do, yeah. but whatever is happening, please be glorified through this yes. and just walk the family through this. Yes. 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 And that was one of many prayers. And um, it was it was interesting, if I can even go from there mm -hmm. and say, I um, seven years later, um, I spoke with my niece. It was her father that was killed. Mm -hmm. And she was afraid to even talk to anyone about what was going on because she didn't want to testify in her own father's um, case, case and trial. Yes. So she was afraid to even say anything to anybody. And so just even two months ago, she and I were um, able to be together. And, and we were talking about what she did that night. And as a 19-year-old, mm -hmm. <laughs> so much wisdom she had. She went home that night and she prayed. She said, God, my heart hurts so much. I don't know what to do but to give it to you. Yeah. And she said, and I like who I am, so please do not allow me to become bitter as yeah. a result of this. Yeah. And then 
And speaking with my mom about what she prayed, she said, Kim, I hurt so badly I could not even utter the words. And that reminds me how the Bible says that even if you don't have words to say, that the Holy Spirit will interpret that for you. Um, So I I say all that to say that I think all of us were just bearing our soul and laying our hearts out to God and just saying, whatever you can make of this mess, (laughs) please do it and be glorified in it in some way. And that's still because I know it rocked your world and that you guys uh, begin to ask the questions and try to figure out what happened. Um, And then finding out it was a close family member. It was a close family member. So tell us a little bit about that and how you had to process some of that. There's a lot to be processed there because um, in the next few days, I mean, even I remember sitting in a parking lot, my dad calling me and asking me a question. Uh And, you know, how many you're used to your dad giving you wisdom, not that you're giving wisdom back. And and um, I remember answering that question and just finding out then that it was a family member um, and going back to the fairy tale, all 10 of us, my brother's family of four, my family of four, my parents, we would vacation together. We had Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all those things together. There were four grandkids that were so close, um, my oldest daughter and um, the nephew. And um, anyway, it was just, it, it changed a lot because we didn't know how to process that. One of the verses, in fact, that I hinge my life upon, you know, Mm -hmm. the Bible is packed full of good things, but Micah 6, 8, there are three things that the Lord requires Mm -hmm. to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. And at times when you know it's a family member, (laughs) it's hard to act justly. There's a part of you that becomes angry, but again, you want to do what's right. And there were times we were praying um, because actually my nephew served three years for voluntary manslaughter. Mm. And there were people at work, because I'm in law enforcement, there were people at work who would say, I can't believe that y'all are having a family dinner and you're asking him to come over after he'd served time. Well, our prayer for him was that he would be able to turn his life around. Now, granted, it wasn't that we weren't guarded. (laughs) It wasn't wasn't that I didn't beg my parents to put a security system in their home. (laughs) (laughs) But we tried to be practical, but it was just that... um, what does God want us to do, and how are we going to walk yeah. through this, yeah. and how are we going to treat everyone after that? Yeah. It was, it was very so difficult. Key, you, know, you said something, uh, because you know, in the midst of that, losing a brother, mm. finding out a family member yes. took his life, mm-hmm. the life of your brother. Yes. And so you know, that's more than just trying to forgive somebody for calling you a bad name. Or you know, it's like, this is real. This has rocked the core yes. of, of your entire family. Yes. And how do you process that? Because at one moment, you're, you're grieving for your brother mm-hmm. whose life has been taken, but then you're dealing with all these emotions towards your nephew yes. who took the life of the brother. And yes. so those are things every now and then we're going to, you know, it may not be to that uh, size of tragedy, but you may hit something in your life to where you don't know how to deal with it. You know what the Word of God says, but your feelings are not jumping on board with the Word of God. And I want you to know uh, that that's okay because you're human. Mm -hmm. You just have to make sure that you stay close to God in those situations where you don't understand what is going on. I believe that's what you guys did. But Kim, I want you to tell us a little bit about just you as as an individual. And I know all the other different family members probably had to walk through their own process. But what were some of those key things that you, Kim, had to do uh, as you grieved through the loss of your brother Mm -hmm. and then being in law enforcement yourself Mm -hmm. and dealing with your nephew? What were some of those things that you had to overcome? The dynamics of what people expected from me. Part of that was I had to decide that I was going to be real. I had to be me. Yes. 
So I had to continually go back to God and just say, tell me how to act in this situation. And there's numerous situations where I just had to pray for wisdom of how do I handle this? How do I say the right thing? Bite my tongue when I allow me to keep my mouth shut yes. when I need to keep it shut. And the second part of that, Micah, to, to love mercy, mm -hmm. you know, to, um, to do that. Two things. One is I believe that prayer, because that is a time that I could bear my soul to God. Yeah. But I think it was so important, too, that I was involved in church, mm -hmm. um, that I was listening um, and reading God's Word. That's God's Word is in black and white. Yeah. There's 66 books of Him speaking to us. Yes. If we'll open it up. Now, my, hus my husband is a marathon reader. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I, read, I read a chapter, maybe two, three chapters a day. Yeah. But regardless, it's a time that I can hear God speak to me. Mm -hmm. And it allows me to recognize His voice when He's speaking to me. Me. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing I did was wrote a book called Fall Forward. Wow. And at first I did it as a just a way of journaling. Mm -hmm. um, when I welled up with emotion, it gave me a chance to sit down on a quiet Saturday morning and yeah. just type away. And at first I was trying to sugarcoat it all and make it all so pretty, <laughs> you know, and, and how that I'm not angry. And, and a friend told me, no one wants to read a textbook, Kim. Yeah. If you're going to write it, Write it. Right. You can always make it pretty later. You can yeah. always soften it later. But um, it was very therapeutic to mm -hmm. put that all on paper. And that is so key. You know, I'm mm -hmm. a firm believer in the fact that everybody has a story. Mm -hmm. And some people are ashamed of their story. Some people try to hide their story. Some people uh, kind of put it on the back shelf. But some people tell their story, and it helps the lives of others. Mm -hmm. And so in the midst of, of you going through that situation, because that's a very hard, that was a, a hard season, I'm sure. It was. And it so is. that was a season to where, uh, you know, probably had to take the mask off mm. and just be real. Just like yes. you said, you were real. And so that's going to God. And I think every now and then uh, we hit those situations where we have to bear ourselves before God, bear our souls and, and, and take off the, the mask and mm -hmm. take off uh, trying to look like everything is, is all right. And it's okay. I, t I tell people this, sometimes I talk crazy to God <laughs> because I hit those situations like, yes. God, are you there? Are you out of your mind? You let mm -hmm. this happen. And so, but that's yes. when we we're able to open up our hearts and allow God to come in mm -hmm. and start us on a healing journey. And just yes. like the journey that you walked through, it was, mm -hmm. it, to me, it was twofold because you had to, you're still grieving the loss of mm -hmm. a brother, but here's this nephew that, that you don't want to be angry at. You don't want to hold mm -hmm. unforgiveness because mm -hmm. you and I both know it's like yes. that's that's only going to be detrimental to you. Exactly. And so every day you've got to choose to forgive. Yes. And yes. so, Kim, what do you what, what advice do you have for people that are out there maybe going through similar situations or just mm -hmm. some hard situations? Uh, what advice do you have them to get through some tragedy? Because this is something that I believe God has put deep down inside of you and it's gotten you through this. It's produced a book mm -hmm. and it's a story that's going to help other people. So what is some of your advice that you would give people? I would say if you're angry at God, He's big enough. Mm. I love that his shoulders are big enough to bear yeah. whatever we put on him. Yes. Some of the Wednesday nights when I'm at church and I hear some of the prayer requests, I just think, my God is big enough yeah. to take on everyone's worries. Yes. And I love where it says that he even knows the number of hairs on your head. Yes. And if my God is concerned about the number of hairs on my head, then surely he's concerned about when my heart is breaking. So I would advise people, even if you're angry, just bring your heart as you, are, as you are, to God. He wants so badly to have a relationship with you. He mm -hmm. wants to draw you into Him. He wants to show you healing. And I think, again, if you're reading His Word, mm -hmm. 
He will show you that. Yes. It may not come today, yeah. but it comes in, in baby steps. Of yes, 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 yes. I love, I love what you just said. You said if you're angry at God, He's big enough. Oh, He is big enough. Because a lot of people hit those moments where they're angry, then they feel condemned, and they feel like, wow, why am I feeling this? But it's, mm -hmm. I think that's a part of you just being you and being real, mm -hmm. uh, depending on the situation that you're going through. And that's mm -hmm. that first step, like you said, it's those baby steps mm -hmm. uh, on the way to healing, on the way yes. to forgiveness. And just like you said, you know, people were questioning, you're, you're inviting your nephew back in and he mm -hmm. served his time. And, and, mm -hmm. and that is only by the grace of God and to yes. God be the glory because yes. he's had to work on your heart and your, the rest of your family's heart. Mm -hmm. And uh, But a lot of people go through situations like that, you know, uh, maybe less uh, things that have happened that have caused families not to come back together mm -hmm. and reconcile. Yes. So what an amazing testimony mm -hmm. for God to take you guys through that and you're here today in your story, uh, Kim, I believe. And I know there's a lot more uh, that we don't have time all to talk about, <laughs> but there's a lot more that your story mm -hmm. is going to continue uh, to help people. You know, Kim, I want you to do us a huge favor because I yes. believe there's people that are watching right mm -hmm. now that are going through something. I want you to look into that camera and say a prayer that's going to help them get through the situation that they're going through right now. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray that people will be drawn to you. I pray that their hearts will, will come to you and that the relationship will just be fresh and anew, that they can just fall on their knees, they can fall forward from where they are, that they can bring who they are to you broken with Band-Aids on and bandages and just begin the healing process. I pray um, that that relationship will be fresh and anew every day. Yes. Um, and it's in this, His Son's most holy name I pray. Amen. 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 Kim, where can people go uh, to find more information about you? I know you say you have a book coming out that's going to tell mm -hmm. more of your story. Where can they go to get information on you? Rescuedbyhim.com. Um, I also have the Facebook set up. It's all fresh and new just um, because the book will come out this fall. But my hope and prayer is that we'll help people through these tough times when they won't reach out to someone else. Amen. Kim, yes. thank you so much. Oh, for thank you. I appreciate what you do. You've been listening to the Next Steps to Better Days podcast with your Next Step coach, Adonis Lindsay. For additional resources or coaching, please visit AdonisLindsay.com.